Hello everybody and welcome back to New Books in German Studies. I'm Julia Stetter, your host, and today we'll be talking to Janika Budde about her new book Intercultural Female City Nomads. It deals with migration experience in German Turkish and Turkish contemporary literature and also with its especially female perspective. Ms. Buddha has studied German literary studies as well as English-American literary and cultural studies. She currently holds a postdoc position at Paderborn University in North Rhine-Westphalia. Ms. Buddha, welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, I wonder if you could start by uh, telling us about the general perception of Turkish migrant women in Germany um, that is to say, whether there are any misperceptions and also about the main research goals of your book? Um, the main research goal of my study was to analyze um, yeah, literary representation of um, female migration, so to speak, um, which isn't this stereotypical image or this um, yeah, prevailing image of the Turkish women as being Uh, not really the agents of migration, of being the ones who follow the families or the husbands uh, to Germany. And um, so it's not really a misconception, so to speak, but a very one-sided perception of uh, female uh, migration from Turkey to Germany. For example, I think m most people don't really remember that in the 1960s, 70s, there were female Gastarbeiter, foreign workers from Turkey here in Germany as well. And I really wanted to focus on stories about this um, this different kind of migration, of uh, different motivations to, to come to Germany and where uh, women are the, really are the agents of their migration. Uh, so you're talking about the Gastarbeiter or about other migration migrants? Um, the Gastarbeiter is one um, one figure here, it's especially, especially at... Um, with um, Özdemar's um, protagonist, but um, there's also uh, the exile, the female exile from Turkey, for example. Yeah, I see. Um, so um, I guess it's a bit like in America with the Hispanics. It's also somehow um, difficult for... I mean, there are lots of prejudices, but um, I find it very interesting that um, you also um, show different uh, women, so not only... Uh, Uh, the working women, but also more kind of intellectual women. So um, in your study, you focus on three authors that all pay uh, special attention to different cities. Um, let's begin with Eisel Özakin. Um, could you first tell us something about Özakin and then say which city she presents and how she does it? Um, yes, um, Özakin is basically... Um Well, this group is uh, mentioned uh, earlier. This um, she's an intellectual. She was an established writer in Turkey. Um, she was born in the 1940s, but um, she had to um, go to Germany as an exile in, uh, during the military coup uh, in 1980. And she um, lived about 10 years in Germany, and she did write in Turkish and in German about the um, the Turkish community in Berlin, basically. And, um, yeah, I analyzed her. I think it's basically her last novel she wrote in Germany because afterwards she moved to England and 
started to write in English, so quite a cosmopolitan author. Um, the novel I analyzed was Die Blaue Maske, The Blue Mask, and it takes place mainly in Zürich. So um, Zürich as a, as a yeah, kind of third space between Berlin as a, a place of exile of the author book sorry, of the autobiographical um, protagonist of this novel and uh, Istanbul as the city of, of the lost home, basically. Um, yeah, so it's um, Zurich here is more a city of reflection and recollection. Very interesting. Um, so um, now we had Zurich and Berlin, uh, but you also deal with other cities. Uh, so um, the second author you deal with is Emini Westermar, um, could you also tell a bit about her and um, which city she describes? Um, Emine Sevgezdem is probably the best-known female Turkish, uh, German Turkish author. Um, she's um, she's an author, an actress, a director, and this is um, and she um, even she was born and uh, was raised in Turkey, and she came quite late as a gastarbeiter, as I told. Uh, for a short period and then later she came as an artist to study German theatre in East Berlin and uh, she started writing in um, her writing career as a German author, writing in German and um, her main her, the books I analyze are quite autobiographical as well so uh, of course um, it's Berlin she, she talks about in her books as well as Istanbul uh, so at this two city her Yeah, she's moving forth and between, basically. Or forth and two, yeah. And um, the third author you analyze is Ashley Erdogan. Um, could you again, in a first step, present her and um, then describe her city? Um, Ashley Erdogan is basically um, the most genuine Turkish author. So when I wrote about, when my book is about uh, Turkish uh, contemporary, also about Turkish contemporary. Uh, literature I focused on her here she's a quite she's a much younger author she's born in the 1960s and I analyzed the book city with a with a crimson cloak and um, this one takes place in Rio de Janeiro so it um, opens up a quite new perspective on Turkish migration so not yeah, quite quite international transatlantic perspective yes yeah, not a typical German or European uh, Turkey but there's a yeah Well, this new office, yes, yeah, this, this transcultural perspective, and um, yeah. For your analysis, uh, the category of nomads is crucial. Um, could you explain how this term is to be understood within your book and how it shapes experiencing migration and identity within the text? Yes, um, the nomad is a configuration of. Um, yeah, of identity politics, basically. It's in my book. I'm more focusing really on a specific experience of global travel, of migration, so to speak. Um, but it's also used for quite, uh, for example, in the context of um, Rosie Bredotti's, Bredotti's theory um, as a new configuration of identity of subjectivity, and it's. Um, It's basically focuses on living in transit, but uh, living kind of a homeless, uprooted life, but not in, in a negative um, view or connotation. But um, this um, it's a subject, subject, so to speak, the nomad is a subject 
who can create his or her, her home everywhere, who um, yeah, is passing through, so to speak, but also um, yeah, um, situated him or herself somewhere. And this is um, connected with an ethical idea of commitment and responsibility. So it's no... Um, I just say the uh, kind of egoistical um, self uh, or um, aloneness, so to speak. It's really um, trying to connect with the people, yes, on, in the new environment. Oh, okay, uh, it's, uh, it's it's it seems also quite uh, powerful to me because um, uh, this nomad. It's not like the uh, stereotypes of this uh, woman who sits at home and. It's dependent on her husband, so yes, it's about agency a lot. It's about um, um, it's about identity formation. It's about agency and um, um, in a feminist context, about um, changing the outlook on femininity at the other. Yes. I see. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, okay, concerning um, Rizakin's novel, um, the protagonist first uh, moves around in Turkey and uh, later com comes to Europe, uh, but is never really satisfied anywhere and never feels at home anywhere. Um, could you tell a bit more about why she has initially left Turkey and how her feelings change during the course of the narration? Yes. Um, as I said, this novel is quite autobiographical, so it's never really spelled out explicitly, but explicit, but it's um, kind of the idea that she was arrested during, the, uh, this protagonist was arrested during the coup in the 1980s and has to leave Turkey. We don't know anything if she was arrested or if she... Uh, kind of had to leave or was forced to leave or she simply decided to leave uh, Turkey but she, uh, she simply know that there is a knock on her door we think it's the military and um, the next paragraph she's flying uh, from, Turk from Istanbul to Germany so that's never really made explicit but we see that she has to leave uh, the country to because as a leftist intellectual she can't longer live in this um, place because um, what you said, she's moving around Turkey and searching for her place, so to speak. And she kind of finds it in Istanbul in um, uh, yeah, this group of people and the cafes where she can be an artist, where she can be a writer and not has to be uh, the wife and the mother, so to speak. And yes, um, she goes to, uh, into exile to Berlin and... Um, in series, she's kind of confronted with her past and uh, thinking about if she really wants to go back to um, to Berlin or if she really and she really longs to go back to Istanbul to this yeah, lost home, so to speak. And um, that's where I said just she's but she's really searching for something else, another place, another identity construction. So I would, that's why I argue that this text is kind of a proto nomadic text where. There's still this idea of exile and of um, homelessness as a as loss, but she's very searching for something else, and that's where the novel ends. So probably she would have preferred staying in Istanbul, I guess, because Istanbul is also a great city, I guess. 
and quite international with these cafes you mentioned. Um, okay, uh, for for um, Estama, uh, artistry and theater, as well as language and uh, irony, play a special role in works in her works. Um, uh, could you describe how this is connected with the identity of her protagonist? Um, oh, that's quite easy. Uh, the theater is the most important thing for her identity, much uh, more, much more important than something like nationality. She's um, and this is uh, yeah, it's quite an expression of herself, the world of theater, the transnational. Um, aspect of theater, so um, it's and, um, and the theater is the whole motivation for her migrating to Germany, um, and yeah, and so it's yeah the most important thing for her identity construction. And uh, in Erdogan's novel, uh, the protagonist does not really feel comfortable in Rio, uh, but nevertheless decides to stay there. Uh, for at least some time. And um, in your book, you claim that the underlying reason for staying in Rio has something to do with writing. Uh, could you develop this idea a bit further? Um, yes, of course. Um, I mean, writing and the city are as old, uh, the connection of this two are as old as the city itself. But um, you're right, it's a quite strange relationship between the protagonist um, of Erdogan's novel and Rio de Janeiro because um, she experienced all this violence in the city and the suffering of the people, the homeless people, the drugs, uh, the war on drugs, basically. And um, yeah, she's nevertheless fascinated by the city and she can't really let go of it. And, and she herself um, is suffering. She's basically, um, she has no job, she has no money, she's... Uh, almost starving because she has no money and uh, she's she doesn't feel safe in the city and she's shortly before becoming homeless herself but she can't leave and all the people say why don't you leave but she said she has um yeah she has to fight with the city somehow by writing and that's what she do by writing because she feels that the city has stolen her subjectivity and she has to reclaim the subjectivity by writing about the city and um so like the writing is kind of a weapon um against this the city and this this city which she describes as city of death as as hell basically And um, another major chapter of your book uh, deals with uh, conceptions of women in the, in the context of migration, so especially the women, the perspective of this, these women. And um, unfortunately, uh, we cannot talk about that in detail, uh, but uh, could you just give uh, the most important results? Um, yeah, as I said earlier, nomadism is also a feminist concept of um, a different kind of female subjectivity, um, and it's quite the opposite of this metaphor of exile in feminist discourse as uh, woman as the other, as um, um, yes, and um, so nomadism is more like a finding this agency. Um, Uh, find an agency in this otherness of um, kind of claiming this otherness for one's own agency as a woman. So quite an interesting concept, basically. And um, it's quite... Um, 
And the texts, uh, the novels I analyze are quite different, uh, offer quite different perspectives on nomadism. So it's like a proto-nomadic text. Um, we have this um, nomadic text, a quite positive depiction of nom nomadism with Azama and a quite again critical more, a more critical perspective with Erdogan's text and so what this this migration on nomadism or this self-image as a nomad as an exile whatever is um, always connected with the protagonist's femininity with there being a woman um, as well yeah and um, so here in the text migration offers uh, for most uh, perhaps a possibility to rethink femininity, to try different kind of gender performances. Um, but also it, migration is here a possibility to, um, yeah, kind of to... Um, um, break out. To break out, really, that I was searching for. Thank you. Um, so this a woman who um, doesn't really fit in, so to speak, um, With a, gen, uh, with a general gender norms in the first place, and that's why they have to kind of find a, a new way for themselves, and that's uh, is is going abroad as well. And um, yeah, so you can speak migration here is a topic of emancipation, and there these are women who um, who in the self understanding as exiles or especially as nomads claim new um, spaces which are uh, mostly um, connotated with masculinity and it which is um, migration um, as well i mean migration is highly uh, connotated to be a masculinity masculine space or activity and um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes. So it's this whole idea of um, of redefining femininity and living another or another lifestyle as a woman, as a woman. And um, one can't say that uh, as well that this the idea of the double other as another, as a migrant, as a culturally other. And the being another, being the other as a woman, really perilous in this text, and these um, protagonists have to kind of deal with this both um, um, perspectives on otherness and re reclaim or no um, and form their own subjectivity during this um, or identity during this process of migration. Yeah. Okay, Miss Brother. Um, thank you for your time. It's been fascinating talking with you, and it's a really interesting book, so I recommend it. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. Thank you again for having me. <laughs> Bye.